0: all are so fabulous. You're wonderful. I'm going to start with that and I'm going to now uh, apologize because I think this makes me a liar. (laughs) This episode is not a queen deep dive. You know what? I haven't said that the way I used to say it all the time, so I'm going to do it now. Queen deep dive. Is that better? (laughs) I, I used to love that. What happened to those days? But... I apologize. No, this—I am a liar. I think I said on my last episode this 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 episode was going to be a dive, and it's not. I'm actually ready to do my next dive. I finished my research and all of that jazz, and I'm ready. But my brain—I'm not mentally there. And there's something a little bit more pressing and more timely that I wanted to talk about. But before I go into that, because that's a very awesome thing, and unfortunately, I'm dealing with an awful thing. Uh, I don't want to go into too much detail. I'm in a weird brain space because transparency. I started a prednisone, aka steroid taper today. I'm on it for 10 days. Yes, it's my autoimmune disease garbage. And it coincidentally happens to be IBD Awareness Week. Every December 1st through 8th, Crohn's Colitis Foundation does their IBD Awareness Week. and. If you are a patient or you're a caretaker or you're a nurse or a doctor, I'm sure a lot of nurses and doctors already do follow uh, CCF and all the IBD awareness stuff. But if you are a patient or a caretaker, I urge you to check out what everybody's sharing this week on social channels and what patients are sharing with their stories. I'll actually be sharing a little bit about my story on my Charlie Tate Instagram if you want to check out those stories. But needless to say, <clears throat> every time I'm on steroids, especially the first day is really weird because I get these weird headaches and I kind of feel like, you know how it, when you move your head and your vision trails behind it sometimes, like when you're a little tipsy or you're drunk and I kind of feel like that right now, but it's, it's not fun and there's a little nausea happening and there's just a headache and... I'm tired and it feels like my heart's beating faster. This will subside (laughs) in the next couple of days. It just takes time. So right now I'm just, I'm trying to get through the worst of this. And I didn't want to wait to do this episode. I want to be in a better uh, mentality for the dive, but I wanted to talk about the awesome thing today, which is you guys. And I realize that uh, what I'm about to mention is very, it's it's become a meme at this point. It's a, a little bit of a joke. In fact, I saw the most amazing spin on it on LinkedIn just this morning or yesterday or sometime. But so Spotify wrapped is out and everybody's sharing their stats. And oh, this was my top listened to artist. You know, most people are sharing. I listen to this artist more than any other, and in a lot of a lot of cases, this is Taylor Swift. And, um, you know, all the artists, of course, are doing the same thing. They're, they're sharing, uh, how many listens they had this last year, which is great. You know, I don't think, I don't see any problem with that. Of course, like I said, a lot of people think it's funny and silly and pointless. So I saw someone on LinkedIn post all these images that looked, they were graphically, they were designed just like the Spotify wrapped ones, but they were things like, Congratulations! You applied for a hundred jobs this year. <laughs> I mean, I appreciated that they're either you know they're laughing, they're poking fun at themselves a little bit, and also very much at the Spotify Wrapped. But anyway, long story short, Spotify Wrapped is out, and I got mine for my podcast the other day, and it's just Spotify. Okay, so uh, I, a little context, you guys, you amazing group of people. I still have no idea why you're listening to me. I, I, I mean, I'll talk about that a little bit more here in a minute, but. So Spotify only accounts for about a third of my audience. The rest of you are tuning in via Apple Podcasts or directly on the internet or other platforms. Honestly, I've never even heard of them. My my podcast is available on four platforms. Let's see if I can remember them. Anchor, which is where I directly publish them. Uh, Spotify. Apple. And there's one more and I'm forgetting it. I think it was an automatic thing when I signed up with Anchor and that's why I can't remember. It's not actually a profile I created, but I think it syndicates directly from Anchor to that one. And I'm so sorry, I don't know what that is. But but yeah, there's four places that at least I'm aware of you can listen to me. And so there's these platforms where you guys are tuning in and Spotify only accounts for a third of you, give or take on any given day or any given month or whatever it seems like about 30 to 35% of you are listening on Spotify. So this, these stats are really cool, but I, I, I'm like, wow, this is only Spotify listeners. This is kind of amazing. Because you guys, I, there's a bunch of you that I'm like in the top, I, I am the top podcast or I'm in the top five or 10 podcasts that you listen to. And I, I don't know how many, I don't know how many podcasts you guys are listening to. Are, are you avid listeners? I I have a confession. I'm I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I I listen to podcasts from other musicians or I especially like to listen to podcasts about, uh, you know, people are commenting on music. I I talk about as well, like Queen or I'm kind of a big fan of beauty industry podcasts. There's a few brands, there's fragrance houses I love. And because they're, they're actually, they're owned by these women who were like, yeah, I'm going to go get it. I'm going to do this. You know, that, that's really inspiring to me. So I, I like to go and I like to listen to those or just people in general who are, you know, women and men and people who are just doing a fantastic job with their companies or their organizations or not just businesses, but I do like to tune in and listen to, to, to people who are talking about wellness. And actually Leanne Rhymes. She has this great podcast and it, it escapes me what it's called, but I listened to several of her episodes and I really should catch up on it again, but she has been through her own trials and tribulations, especially with health stuff. So it can get quite, she's quite transparent, actually. It, it, it's pretty amazing. I would encourage you if you deal with, with health stuff or especially skin health stuff. I have someone very close to me that deals with it on a daily basis and it's it's a very affecting thing. I think you should go check out her podcast. It really is nice to l- listen to someone who's gone through that sort of thing and understands. You know, beyond just I love that she focuses on that part of things that it isn't just, you know, it, it, it's like this whole separate facet from her celebrity, which of course she's had since she was what, 13, 14 years old. It's kind of amazing actually that that She's in this place right now where she's sharing all these good things. And anyway, I, I've I've always been a fan of her voice and I, I love that she's talking about this stuff. So go check that out. Um, there is a, of course, video podcast or a thing now, right? There's, uh, there's one from a buddy of mine who I've actually collaborated with on the musical front. Uh, his name, his moniker is Theology and he will do collaborative video podcasts called The music and mental health podcast. And I need to get my gear in order so I can actually be on his podcast because he said, hey, that would be cool. I would love to do that. And I find it kind of both funny and awesome that I've actually talked about some of those same things. I've talked about music and how it can inform us in a very positive way and and help us feel better and how it literally transforms the functionality of your brain. You know, If you want to know more about that you can go back and listen to my episodes about uh, what makes music great and there was another one and it escapes me what I called it. This is what happens when you do like 150 podcast episodes. I don't remember. But I had a follow-up podcast where I talked a little bit more about those things and I, I could even do more. But there was this great segment where I went into this multiple studies that have been done to talk about music and what it does to the brain and the memories that we have. So anyway, that is a fantastic podcast. I've, I've tuned into many of his episodes with various collaborators that he's worked with over the years, DJs, producers, other people who just, they've experienced that. They know what it's like to be in a funk, but they also know what creating and listening to music can do for them. It's, it's really fantastic stuff. But anyway, so podcast, how did I get, I started elaborating. Oh, that's right. I was talking about how I actually, I don't feel like I'm a huge podcast listener, even though I, I do this on a regular basis. And by the way, I, I do need to get back on the horse. Admittedly, I've been devoting a lot more time to other things lately, like my violin playing and my music making, which I still need to do some more of. But the podcast, this podcast, you guys, I, I, I just, I'm amazed that you're here. I started this as a selfish way to fangirl about Queen. That was entirely the point. Because when I started my podcast almost two years ago, it was coming out of a dark time. I, I still felt kind of uh, constricted, as I'm sure many of us did. If Life felt strange and alien. And I was generally fearful every other day anyway. And because podcasts historically used to freak me out. Because for years, especially on the professional front... People would float around the idea of me doing a podcast or being involved in a podcast. And that terrified me because in my brain, a podcast at the time, I was like, it felt so exposing, you know, like suddenly I'm, I'm mentally and emotionally naked and I'm just putting everything out there. And it's funny because I, being a songwriter, it's kind of the same way. But I do feel like a podcast is even more revealing because you're you're getting my music and lyrics typically can be a little bit enigmatic, and I do go into emotion a lot, but it's not necessarily in your face straightforward. you know it's it's a little bit more introspective and and thoughtful, I guess. And I, I tend to write that way on purpose, or I'm just not very good at being forthcoming in my writing, whatever the reason. I'm not nearly as forward as I am in a podcast like this when I'm talking about my thoughts and feelings around anything. So a podcast was definitely something I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. And then for some reason, because like I said, I was kind of scared all the time anyway, when 2021 kicked off, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. And instead of writing about every Queen song ever, I will just talk about it because it'll be so much more fun. And the truth is it is fun. And that's why I was so furiously paced with my initial episodes. All of last year, in fact, I'm ashamed to admit that I've fallen off 50%. My content was 50% less this year than it was last year. And that's entirely because throughout the bulk of the second half of this year, I have been very, very lazy on this podcast. But anyway... I was ecstatic about this. Suddenly it became this place where I could just fangirl into oblivion and it was fun. And I was learning things about the band and the boys and the songs that I never knew about before. And I I still have all of my notes from every single episode I've ever done because I can't remember all that. You know, you get to a point where your brain just pushes stuff out to bring stuff in. And I'm at that point where like somebody will say something about a Queen song on on the Queen sub on Reddit. And I'm like... Oh, I have the answer for that. Wait, 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 And I got to go, <laughs> I got to go back to my notes and be like, oh, that's, that's what made this song so significant. Or that's where the motivation came from. And it's usually tiny little random things about the songs that, you know, you just don't remember that stuff. But a- anyway, it's been, it's been an incredible journey doing that. And then somewhere in there, I decided to start talking a little bit more about me, which was initially very scary. You guys, when I listen back to my first episodes, if I ever go back and listen back to snippets of those, it's obvious to me that I was trying to be more reserved. I was trying to be less expressive. I was trying to be a little bit more, dare I say it, monotone. Because I, as you guys know, I'm like, hey, yeah, yes. You know, there is no... I am, I'm not ashamed to admit these days that I am a living emoji. One of, one of my managers told me that years ago and he's absolutely right. I, I, I just, I am like every face and expression ever and that's not going to change. So at some point, maybe 10 or 15 episodes in, I was like, you know what, forget about it. I'm just going to be me and I'm going to be unfiltered as much as I can and just put it out there. And if by some chance people love to listen, that's great. And I don't know why that's happening because I'm such a dork. Um, but you guys are listening in and that's, that's very, very awesome. That's, I can't tell you how thankful I am that you're listening in. I would still do this, you know, if it was just for me. But the truth is, is that knowing that you're there, it, it does create a little bit of a sense of responsibility. Like not, not to necessarily, not, I should say not just to keep up on content, but to do I really want to give you guys something that's that's good and valuable and and fun and and that you you learn something, you know, whether it's about the music you love or or it's just something else. Or you suddenly realize, hey, I'm not alone the way I feel about this part of my life or about the world or whatever that is. I I, I suppose at the end of the day. Making this a vehicle for connection wasn't initially something I thought about. And now that's all I can think about is how can I connect with you guys better? I do think I turned on the option on Anchor on my podcast for you to leave comments. So if you ever feel like you want to say, even say hi, I, you don't have to say anything particular, you guys. You don't have to ask me a question, nothing. Just If you want to say hi, I would love to hear from you and find out where you're from and You know, what if there's anything you love that I'm talking about and you want to hear more of? That's the kind of stuff I'd like to do. And I I definitely do want to expand my programming, as it were, and perhaps try something like video podcasting. Because right now I have an iMac that is like going on 15 years old, and I don't really have the means to, I don't have a camera that's good enough for it's not good enough for me let me just say that when I do something I really want to do it as best I absolutely can in fact if I'm being honest I should probably have a different mic setup than I do because I sit here and I hand hold my my mic which I like I like hand holding a mic I can't explain it it's even singing it's like when I hand hold a mic I just I feel a little bit more in control or or something I don't know but i I really should be using my pop screen, and I should be sitting with my mic in front of me on a desk, and I'm not doing that. I'm hand holding my mic. It's just what I like to do, but um yeah, I want to keep modifying this, and I want to keep going at this and i want to I want to do more in two thousand twenty three and maybe talk about more uh maybe not more necessarily serious things. I've touched on some pretty serious topics this last six months or so. I feel like i've I've really I've been diving into social media discussions and concerns a lot. I've been diving into on the, on the backbone of some of that is inherently political things simply because they influence so much of what happens on social media and and how we react to things. But I, I, I don't want to go on too much of a tangent with all that. And my plans, I just, ultimately I wanted to say thank you for the millionth time for listening to every, even a little bit of, of what I'm saying. I know that not everything I do is, is going to be appealing to everyone. I know that, I know that some are just, they're ecstatic about like the queen stuff and maybe other people are diving in for one episode. My most listened to episode this year was Tom's diner. Suzanne Vega. I talked about that song. Actually, I think I recorded that song that episode. Sorry, (laughs) this is my brain on. (laughs) This is literally my brain on drugs. (laughs) Prednisone, drugs. uh, That is. But I I recorded that episode last year in 2021, and oddly enough, it didn't peak until I think this is what happened on TikTok. That song was trending for a little while. And I noticed, I, I kept, I got this huge spike in listens on that episode. And I was like, what is going on? And I went to TikTok and sure enough, that song was trending. It was kind of crazy. So it's, 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 it's crazy that something that, that I did months before that suddenly started to get attention. It was weird. It was awesome, but it was so weird. I'm like, Wow. But anyway, so it's a, I know, you know, there's certain elements of my podcast that are appealing and perhaps there aren't. But I, I, I do, I am in the music category. I, I do try to focus on the music part of things as much as I can, which is why the deep dives are such a prominent feature. And I do random deep dives for songs I love. I have so many more ideas for those. But I, I want to expand on the music I I, I think that 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 is on my list for next year. I'd like to, as much as I like to talk about technology and the world at large with the digital world at large, especially, and how it relates to the real world and or influences and vice versa, I, I think I'd like to reel it in and focus a little bit more on the music side of things. Because the music industry has changed a lot. I could talk for a whole Hour and then some about that, and how it's affected the artist and and what they're doing and how they're earning, because I'm an artist, and i've've i I've, I was kind of right in the middle of this transition between everybody had to have an agent and a, and a label to get somewhere, and then suddenly you didn't you could do things on your own, you could become famous because of myspace and beyond you know and the power of social media to change the independent artist into this phenomenon you know so it's like i i've seen both sides of that coin and a lot of artists who've been in the industry and in a more prolific way than me certainly have experienced that firsthand and it's funny how the streaming of music has drastically changed what it's like for the artist when it comes to earnings and royalties, et cetera, et cetera. This is why I'm such an advocate for copyright. This is why I'm such an advocate for protecting your work, whether it's music or poetry or design, you know, all of those creations are yours. And general copyright states that from the moment they're created, that is the case. But I I think it's imperative that you legally copyright your work in the best way that you can, so somebody's not going to walk off with it.
1: Because you can publish later, and if you have to file a lawsuit
0: or you have to go after someone legally, it's there, but it's, it's better to have it the moment it's done. My general rule of thumb when I'm finished with a work is to copyright it immediately, to get that copyright number, to get that number. Because if you don't, and you have to do it later, it's just such a hassle. You can do it. You can copyright single songs. You can copyright entire collections of work and albums. You can do it in different ways, and it doesn't cost a crazy amount of money. So it's, I, I really strongly urge you to consider doing that if you're not. And that is probably something else I'll talk about at length. But just ideas I'm throwing out there, and I'm rambling, and my brain is, my brain is shutting down. <laughs> But I did not want to let another day go by. Do you guys remember that song? Days go by and still I think about you. Who did that song? Oh my gosh, it was so popular, like 20 years. Was that really 20 years ago? Oh, I feel old. Oh man, that hurts just thinking about it. But what a great song. Another great song, I want to thank you. I really do. I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you. I can't even sing. If you guys have ever taken steroids, have you noticed too that like your voice changes? It happens to me every single time. I, it's almost like my voice box gets constricted. And it's not just me. I've, I've heard it with my husband too when he's had to take it occasionally. Because it, it, prednisone, it's like this necessary evil. It does its job to stop inflammation very well, but there's a plethora of absolutely horrific water, waterfall cascading side effects that happen. And one of them is, in addition to the headaches and the nausea and the shakiness and all that jazz, is you can get a weird voice thing going on. And, and I feel like that's one of the last side effects to leave, actually. And I, I have it already. Less than 24 hours in, and I already feel like, in my head, I sound different to myself. But yeah, I can't even sing, and I, it makes my voice shake. But I can't even sing, and I do love that song from Dido. Thank you. For giving me the best day of my life. I got to hear her sing that live at the showbox. She was so amazing. I'm so glad she's still doing stuff and at her own pace, too. You know, she, she had that big burst of popularity where everybody joked about her name and nobody knew how to say it right when she collaborated with Eminem, when he did Stan, and he used the verse of thank you. My tea's gone cold, I'm wondering why. I... He used the verse, he put it in his song, Stan. And she, by the way, was all for it. She loved Eminem. She was like, this is great. And I think it's fantastic when, in, when two artists who are seemingly on opposite ends, ends of the genre spectrum, they come together and it's like, it just works out for both of them so well. And, and she had this big peak of popularity. And I think a lot of people are like, oh, I didn't know she was still doing stuff. But man, that's what I love is she took time to live her life. She got married. She had a, she had a, a son. And she comes back to it with this fresh inspiration and energy and she was so great on stage too her band was fantastic was wonderful but despite the fact that that song there was a time it was incredibly overplayed of course and um you still you hear it in a lot of films i hear it on a lot of series television series still it pops up all the time that's how that's how well known and popular thank you was but it really is in a way, it's, that message is very applicable to how I feel right now. And I'm always so appreciative of you guys tuning in and, and listening. And, it, you know, it keeps me going. I, like I said, I would do this if, if, if there was one person listening, I would probably still do this. But the fact that there are more of you out there and the fact that you're, guys, Spotify alone, 44 countries. And I think the top countries, in this order on Spotify and this kind of surprised me the UK, then the US, okay, because I'm I'm American. I mean don't get me wrong. I love the UK. I lived there. (laughs) It's like I I feel a little bit British sometimes because my my childhood years were there. But anyway, so it's a UK, US, and then it's Canada, I think, and then Norway, I think, and then Argentina. Which makes sense because Argentina, huge, I know, especially back when, like in the early 80s, huge Queen fans. Like they, the boys had some of their biggest audiences at those shows when they were down there in South America. So that, that makes sense to me. I'm like, oh, you are the guys listening to Love of My Life because <laughs> that is one of my top listen to episodes. In fact, I think it's my second top episode of all time. It's Tom Ziner, and then my top Queen episode is Love of my life, you've heard me. I feel like listening to that song, or maybe Freddie's uh, um, You Take My Breath Away, which is still my favorite ballad of his, by the way. I was thinking about Queen a little bit, because they've been releasing this unreleased content from the miracle era and this remastered videos and such and it's been kind of cool to to hear this stuff but it it just makes me wonder what the guys would have done if freddie hadn't died and there's a lot of thought about that on the queen sub all the time people will talk about what, what do you think the guys would have done I don't want to get too much into that because I have a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but I want to wait until I'm done with my queen deep dives and then we'll, then we'll, we'll go into, well, what do you think would have happened and, and what kind of music would they have written and released? I I think it would have been quite surprising what we would have got and, um, and all that jazz, but, but before this gets too much longer, I just thank you. Thank you guys from, from the bottom of my heart. I really mean It, it, This has been an experience I didn't think, I didn't expect it would mean this much to me to be able to do this. And the fact that I can, and I can reach around the world like this, because guess what? I still have, I still want to run enough miles in my lifetime to run around the world. It's going to be like 25,000 miles. (laughs) I don't know. I'm like a fifth of the way there. Yeah. Something like that. I've got a, I've got a long way to go. I get sad because there are, there are ultra runners who will run like 5,000 miles in a year and I'm doing the best I can, but that's just, that's how it, that's, that's my journey. You know, that's how it's going to be. So I'm just grateful I can run these days. But anyway, yes, I, I get to reach around the world with what I'm talking about. And sometimes it's, I literally think it's nothing, but Hey, thanks for tuning in you guys. And. Again, if you want to say something to me, reach out to me on, I'm on Instagram, Tater Thoughts Pod. I'm still on Twitter (laughs) for now. I'm still on Twitter. I know I talked about that in my last episode. How long is it going to last? I don't know, but I'm just Charlie Tate on Twitter. Uh, You can drop me a line on my podcast on Anchor. I would love to hear from you because I know you're listening. Hey, I know you're listening. And I'd love to just, apparently, the snapshot of my listeners on this podcast is quote unquote the enthusiast, meaning you guys, when I do an episode, you tune in quick. And I don't know what else that really means. It just means that apparently
1: you guys are enthusiasts. And that touches me. So thank you for giving me that. Thank you for being so awesome. And
0: I'm going to tell you again keep yourselves alive. I realized I forgot to say that on my last episode. (gasps) I was reprimanding myself afterward. But keep yourselves alive and do whatever it takes to do that. I'm talking about your spirit and your soul. I'm talking about investing in your happiness and your joy. I'm talking about getting out there and living your life and enjoying and taking it in because it goes by fast. I know people say that. As they get a little bit older, it's like, oh, your life is going to slide down a hill. And you don't have to get to, you know, 50 for that to happen. Something weird happens when you turn 30. It just does. It starts to slide. And pretty soon stuff is flashing by you and it's like, (gasps) what is happening? I felt like kindergarten lasted a decade. (laughs) And then then it's like, I remember being a teenager. I was like 15. And I wondered what it would
1: be like to be 18. And then I'm 20. And and wow, how fast it goes, you guys. It's precious. Love yourself. Love your people. Love your life. (laughs) Okay? Please just do it. And I, I... Okay, I'll be honest. The rest of this week,
0: earlier this week, was not a fun week. In addition to my ulcerative colitis flaring up like it has and having to go on prednisone again, um, I found out something else that I'm still kind of mourning about, honestly, because it has to do with my love of fragrance. And I'll talk about that another day. But something also was canceled that I was really looking forward to, abruptly canceled. And I
1: felt very, how do I say this, discarded, the way it was done was, it just kind of broke my heart. So that, it was kind
0: of a rough week and and I I was sad about it. And honestly, I still kind of am. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bitter about that, but it drives me. It motivates me. I'm going to use a horrible analogy, but you know the episode, if you're a fan of The Office, where... Michael is, he, he creates his own paper company and it, it's getting off on a really bad foot to say the least. And Pam gets really frustrated and upset with herself mostly because she walked out of this job seat she had to join Michael. And he says, I do my best work when people don't believe in me. And it's, yeah, that's that's actually a brilliant moment of the show because it feels very genuine. You know, people will joke about Michael's character and and how ridiculous he can be and how honestly how how ignorant he is. But there are flashes of brilliance in his character's writing, and it's the way that Steve Carell also performs that that you really feel like, wow, this is the this is like the real Michael we're getting here. And that line where he says that I do my best work when people don't believe in me. I am exactly the same way. So when I feel like someone kind of just doesn't notice or I get discarded or they don't care, even though it meant the world to me, I'm like, you know what? Uh Uh-uh, no way. I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do even more, even more, even better. And you're going to (laughs) wish that it was different. You're going to wish, right? So after I was really upset, I resolved. And I was like, you know what? I got to just do me. And I'm going to tell you right now, do you, and I'm going to say what, I think I posted something on my Instagram about this. Do you and do it until the day you die, because no one else is going to do it for you. No one else is going to fight for it like you do. There are going to be people people that do believe in you, but they still don't have the passion that you do. They are super close to you and they love you like crazy, but they still, they're not going to have the motivation that you will. It's imperative that they support you, yes. And you need to tell them that. You need to tell them that, you know what? I feel awful when I'm doing this thing that means the world to me and no one cares. But when you care, it makes a big difference. And I'm just telling you, latch onto those people, take it and run with it and do your thing. And don't let anyone stop you. And don't let walls stop you. Get the ropes, get the explosives, get the... Get the picks, get the axes, get the hammers, get everything you have to to beat through those walls and show them who's
1: boss. That's all I'm saying. And I just got really forceful there for a second, but
0: obviously this hit hard. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to do more podcasts. I'm going to do more music and you watch. And I'm going to be watching you. And this is why I want to know you people. I want to know... That you
1: guys are doing exactly the same thing because nobody's going to do it like you can. Okay. I will leave on that note. Guys, thank you again. Have a fantastic weekend and a week. All that jazz,
0: all that goodness, more of that jazz. I know Roger saying no
1: more of that jazz. But That was kind of a spin on words, right? Jazz, that jive, you, just more of that. That's what we need. Okay, I'll say it again.
0: Keep yourselves alive. And I promise, (laughs) I mean it, next episode will be Queen. Once I get over this little weirdness in my head, next episode will be Queen Deep Dive. I don't even know what dive I'm on. I'll have to go back and look at that, but it's, it's a big one. And it'll be fun. And I might even do it in
1: the next few days. So hang in there until then. Have fun. I'll be back. It's official. I'm done. All right, I'm done.